0: You're listening to Whoa Hot
1: luck Alright, welcome back Episode 2 of the korean drama podcast season two of the korean drama podcast watching episode two of secret garden i am steve and i'm with
0: i'm kathy sorry i interrupted i interrupted again (laughs) it's okay by
1: the way we're doing this in a new format we instead of recording this live together in the same room we are doing this remotely because it is peak coronavirus season here in la and so we're just trying to you know, roll with the punches and do what we can with the amazing technology available to us. So, if we do have that, that, that online meeting, like, hey, who, oh, after you, nope, hey, that's why. Now you know. Please forgive us. The
0: more you know.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, last episode, we ended with uh, the, this uh, three way interaction between Oscar, Richie Rich, and Grunge Princess. Is that what we're calling them? I like that, actually. Yeah. Is that what we're calling them? <laughs> Richie Rich. O- Oscar just keeps his name because it's, it's mm-hmm. unique enough, yeah. I guess. Yeah.
0: I, was, I started calling him John Mayer, but then I That's stopped so because funny. it takes way longer to write John Mayer than Oscar, so I just continued with Oscar.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Cool. A lot happened in episode one.
2: So much. So much. And yet, not the main things. Mm-hmm.
1: Not, there's no no secret, no garden yet, really. No mm-hmm.
2: garden. No body switching.
1: Yeah, no body switching yet. Uh, maybe that's the game uh, to, to try to figure out whose bodies are being switched.
0: Mm-hmm. They're really keeping us on our toes and I love it.
1: Mm. I, I wrote in my notes that uh, instead of a love, at first it started off as a triangle, like a love triangle. And I was like, okay, so we got Richie Rich, we got Stunt Girl, and then we got the the stunt team director, Love Triangle. Boom. Hottie. Hottie. And then it expanded into a love square. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. there's <laughs> Hottie plus, who is it? Uh, we got the, um, the, the Blazers. Blazers. She's involved. And then I realized, wait a second, I need to change the shape again because it now seems like we're dealing with a love pentagon. This, this drama has outdone itself. Instead of the tri- love triangle, we, we've gone into bigger geometric shapes. <laughs> Five-sided love pentagon. Is that what you guys have? Is that what it seems like?
2: Well, so it's uh, it's Grunge Princess. And then we have Hyunbin, who I'm just calling Hyunbin.
1: <laughs> Hyunbin, okay. Um,
2: and then we have Blazers, right, on the other side of Hyunbin. Yeah. And then we also have... Uh, then we have Hottie on the other side of... Hottie. <laughs> uh, on the other side of Grunge Princess. And then we have... I guess I only have four.
0: Uh, Well, Grunge Princess kind of likes
2: Oscar. Oh, right.
1: Yeah, Grunge Princess likes Oscar.
2: So it's Grunge Princess and then... She's got... So she's got like three three branches off of her. She's got... It's Grunge yeah. Princess, and then there's Oscar and Hyunbin and uh, and the hottie.
0: Mm-hmm. and then you really need like a PhD to keep <laughs>
2: like truly. <up>. It's like <laughs> it's like love actually on a new level. I'm literally gonna get out a piece of paper right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. smart. Some ASMR. Well, this is great because
0: so episode two picks up exactly where we left off. The bus has left with Grunge Princess to the
2: point like it, it and it and it starts off right where we left off to the point that I had to pause when I started watching it to make sure that I wasn't still watching a continuation of the first episode. Because they're it literally is just like, they're like, this is a 20-hour movie and we're just going to cut it up into <laughs> hour-long segments. Yeah, it's wild.
0: But so our two idiots are left on the street. <laughs> um, Grunge Princess has left. Uh, and so now we're in this like weird place where... Richie Rich, Hyunbin is blackmailing John Mayer slash Oscar. John Mayer uh, is so
2: funny. Because
0: <laughs> I guess I don't even know what, I mean, the reason he's blackmailing John Mayer is because diva actress and them had some kind of scandalous affair and John Mayer doesn't
2: want that coming out. Right. right? But Oscar is also like, spo- like it is like sponsored by the mall, like an athlete kind of. Like an athlete mm-hmm. sponsored by Nike, but this the but Oskar is sponsored by the mall.
1: So so the mall is owned by Richie Rich Hyunbin, nice. and I guess my understanding is he wants to use John Mayer Oska. <laughs> <laughs> the names are getting more complicated. Um, <laughs> to, to to just rev up sales and, and uh, uh, press at his department store, right?
2: Oh right, to do like uh to do like signings and stuff.
1: To do signings and just yeah, you yeah, know, boost sales and and attention. So it's like a purely a business thing for richie rich Hyunbin.
0: Right. Because at this at this department store, it seems like every year they have some sort of giveaway. Right. Uh and in the past it has been cars, which seems like an awesome prize. I'm like really into a car. <laughs> uh but and that's what this evil dude who works at the um Ma wants to do but Richie Rich wants to do like a scarf worn by a pop star which seems like such a downgrade but I guess everyone loves that
2: the me the like the the reasoning behind it though was so depressing because he was like it was you just like saw the dark side of marketing that he was like like desperate women will pay more money than like people who who want to buy a car or something like that and I was like oh yikes it hurts
1: I mean so Richie Rich was arguing that yeah, don't go for the small pockets, go for the big pockets of wealthy wealthy uh like housewives or something like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, you know? yeah. Which like I mean, I'm not a wealthy housewife, but I would have to imagine if I was a wealthy housewife, <laughs> I would still want a car over like someone's used scarf.
1: I mean, this might just speak to just how crazy the fandom can be when it comes to like K-pop singers and 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 you know, the fans. Yeah. I mean, crazy stuff has happened.
2: It seems like K-pop stands are really intense,
1: but most people aren't. But then there, there's—I don't know—they they sometimes do some extreme stuff, like like fans camping out of uh, uh, a known residential address. Oh my god! You know, and then they're just like, you know,
0: we do that too. Did you see that Taylor Swift documentary? Like, we got those people.
1: Yeah, I was realizing, you know what? Maybe it's not unique to Korea. It's, it's pretty universal to yeah to stand in that way. Um, there, there was a story back in the day, like uh, there was a k- big K pop group early on, they're kind of like the first generation of K pop, uh, a group called HOT. Uh, it stands for High Five of Teenagers. Oh. And, um, you high know.
0: Okay. Not uh, where I thought that was going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, I don't but understand. There was just it was a
1: bit of a stretch. Yeah, I, I don't either. They're high fiving and they're teenagers. There's five of them. And uh, one of their fans, like well, not one, probably multiple fans would like write letters in blood and send them what? over Ugh. to them. Or like unsanitary. You know, yeah. yeah that's that no kind of stuff. Good. So it's kinda of like, you know what? The Stans get you know, that's reasonably like,
2: that's moving into like true stan, like from the Eminem song stan territory.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe Koreans created the original Stan. Uh, phenomenon. I don't know.
2: I mean,
0: Koreans
1: like to claim a lot of things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yelling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yelling. Standing.
2: Yelling. Standing. Not
1: very good one so far.
2: Yeah. The- <laughs> so far, it's just like very like barbecue. Yeah. Mm, barbecue.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Drinking. Koreans like to claim drinking. Mm.
1: That's true. Um, drinking is viewed as like kind of like more like a almost like a food thing that complements food. Um, mm-hmm. I remember my grandma would always just be like. If I was sick, she'd be like, just drink. I'm like, no. That's going to make me feel worse. She's like, "No, nah, it's okay. It's fine. Like, oh, no, okay, it's okay. Grandma. You won't
2: feel bad. Mm-hmm. I'm the yeah, grandma. You'll feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I know
0: Beth. I know yeah.
2: Beth.
1: Oh, bless So
0: grandma. it's also at this time that Richie starts to, Richie Rich starts to hallucinate um, Grunge Princess around his daily life.
1: hmm 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 mm-hmm. Did you like that montage of different outfits that... I thought Orange that was
0: princess. so funny. Uh, I Appears loved in.
1: it.
2: She's showing her range, what she
1: <laughs> yeah. can
0: do.
2: It's great. And also, women are multifaceted. We're not just mm-hmm. what you see. We have, we contain multitudes of mm-hmm. outfits. Yeah, we yep. can change our hair.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. They, they all, they just really ran the gamut of the stereotypical office nerdy look or debonair, suave, elite. <laughs> yeah look or whatever. Yeah. It's
0: like you know those commercial headshots people used to do that were like separated into yeah. four panes and just like I can be a doctor, I can be a teen, you know. Like, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: It's exactly things. like that. It's so funny. Oh, man. It was also just like interesting character work on the part of uh Hyun Bin's character to be like, "No, I don't want I like I don't want this woman cuz she's none of these things." Like and and then like in his mind he, you know, made her into those things. Mhm.
1: Hmm. You know, it's interesting actually, like in Korea and Japan, for example, I'll get this question you know, I've gotten this question. Like when it's just guys talking amongst guys, you know, they might be like, Oh, like what's your type? What like what kind of like look are you into? And then I'm like, what is a what do you mean? And then they go, like, are you into like the cute type or the sexy type? And I'm like, I don't know. Can I have both? Like I don't like <laughs> is it one or the, is it one or the other for some reason? I don't know. But I guess they think in terms of certain c- categories, at least, mm. you know, there's a social tendency to do that.
2: I think that I think I mean, I found that that's true with my friends as well.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, do girls categorize guys in the in in same way?
0: I don't know. Let's look at my notes where I call one character hottie the <laughs> whole time.
2: Hottie? Yeah, is
1: it- <laughs> absolutely. Do you like the hot type or what's the other type to is there another type outside of hottie?
2: I mean, like they are two different types, like uh, like the CEO, the type that he's playing is really, uh, you know, professional and more uh, rigid and more of, uh, you know, the kind of person that's going to nag you. And then mm-hmm. Hadi <laughs> is, you know, a little bit more, you know, he works, he, he owns a stunt school, you know, he's a little bit more grunge. And so, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, OK, like. Kianbin will take me to the opera, but Hadi will take me, I guess, to the Olska concert. But, that's,
1: a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, which he has already done. He's uh, mm-hmm.
2: he's
1: he's keeping that respectful distance. I guess he like tell he gives Grunge Princess the tickets to be like, you should bring a friend. Yeah. But then Grunge Princess is like, I don't have any friends. I'll bring you.
0: Which is also a red flag for different reasons, right? like not having any friends, um, but I'll let it slide. And also like her
2: boss giving her tickets and then her taking her boss is like, that's also a...
1: Mm -hmm. Is Grunge Princess leading him on a little
2: bit? No, I think she just doesn't have any friends. Uh,
1: I hope not. He doesn't deserve to have
0: his heart broken.
1: (laughs) You're right. You're right. She... I remember there was that one scene uh, in the hospital last episode where uh, I think I think Richie Rich no, her phone rings and then we see the screen. Like what she inputted her boss what his name is. And um she just it just says on the screen, my boss. Yeah, what's so his, she's not, she, what did
2: it really say?
1: No, it just says oh, the actual cell phone says my boss. So she's clearly yeah not viewing Hottie as a as a romantic figure, <laughs> but just as a professional What a shame. Mm -hmm. But
2: there's also something in Korean culture that I picked up uh, from my, obviously, limited knowledge of Korean culture. Steve, you can speak to more of, like, oppa and, like, this, like, idea of, like, big brother. But, like, it also came up in Parasite, I feel like, that, like, and this Mm -hmm. isn't a spoiler, but, like, that um, when the girl who was getting tutored, like, kept calling um, uh, wushik. I can't remember if that's the actor, or if that's his character name.
1: The, the son of the yeah that he ke- that family, she kept yeah. calling her
2: tutor like Opa, and she was like they were like in love with each other, but like Opa was mm-hmm. like an older man who also is like not st- like it doesn't seem like is strictly an older brother figure. Like it seems like there's like a little bit of like it's the older man that you're into as Kathy and I feel about Hottie. Maybe I don't know how old he mm-hmm. is. Yeah, yeah.
1: Opa is a very flexible kind of like concept. It's like it could be strictly older brother like by blood or it could also insinuate a flirtatiousness you know like how we use the word daddy you know mm. Mm.
2: okay i see i see
1: could be biological or could be something else mm. Mm.
0: tricky in both scenarios
1: yeah Yeah. <laughs> Rife for misinterpretation and yeah. confusion yeah
0: <laughs> which speaking of so Richie has a problem, right? Richie Rich has a problem because he likes this woman who he thinks is the main actress, but she doesn't have he doesn't have his contact information. So he has to go to John Mayer to get the number for the actress and then shows up and it's the actress. And he's also not happy because she's, he's like, wait a second, this isn't the woman I thought it was going to be. And she's not happy because she thought she was there for a date.
1: this is what happens when you don't you know know people's names
2: Mm -hmm. and I think I can't remember if this was an episode no I think this was episode one that um, our grunge princess was like he when um, when the CEO realizes or what are we calling him Richie Rich when Richie Rich realizes that uh, that grunge princess isn't the actress he's like wait why didn't you tell me that you weren't this person and she was like well you didn't ask me if i was her you asked me you know i don't think he asked her anything he just was like oh you're wearing this outfit because he asked that he asked the gaffer who was taking a nap oh yeah right. yeah, yeah yeah i like good how they, they throw yeah, that in there like him. the
1: gaffers that's a reflection it's like a little slide in of like uh korean production life it's like when you're on set you're just on set for like days at a time there's no rest so people are freaking exhausted, falling asleep everywhere. Um, at least back in the day, it was like that. No no sense of like labor laws or like rules or breaks. <laughs> so people really are just like taking naps wherever they can. He's like woken up like, oh. So that was like a very real thing. And I was like, oh, that's attention to detail. Nice I touch. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So Richie Rich has the place where um, Grunge Princess is working. These, This like stunt person school. And they are having these wild auditions that lasted
2: for a long time for no real reason
0: yeah and also there is stunt school and like what did they put on their flyers because there's a kid who's doing karaoke (laughs) there's a guy who's chopping onions yeah there's a guy who comes in with an instrument like what
2: were they looking for
1: it was the most randomest audition I've ever seen in my life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was very strange. And it lasted a long time. And like, we didn't really mm-hmm. need to see, I mean, I was entertained, I won't lie, but like we didn't, we didn't need to see that many auditions in order to understand the conceit of like, okay, now Richie Rich is going to come and he's going to have to pretend to audition in order to see the woman that he's stalking. Right. True, and when true.
0: he finally gets into audition, she's like, Do you have a resume? And it's like, I don't know. Did the guy cutting
2: onions have a resume? <laughs> like, why do you care yeah. about having a resume?
1: Right. Very strange.
2: Yeah, it was so funny. And I also wanted to just comment uh, on uh, Hottie's outfit, uh, was very, like, arty and very intense. His black turtleneck and mm. his glasses. Mm-hmm. He
0: is there to work. He was
2: there yeah. to work. And I found it very funny, too, that Richie Rich was like, I'm good at earning money. And then everybody was genuinely impressed by
1: that. <laughs> it was like, yeah, that's what we need. Yeah. yeah I was like,
2: what the <laughs> fuck?
1: <laughs> that was so funny. Everyone was won over by the prospect of money.
0: Another comment on society. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Oh, man. I also I mean that's kind of how he finagles his way in like I think he he at the at the end of that audition he finagles everyone the whole team to like I think he bought them all dinner and, and drinks he sent mm-hmm. them off so that he could have right some alone time with him and grunge girl
2: mm-hmm. yeah and that's we'll get we'll get there but that was also Ugh. I had some strong feelings
0: because first Blazers is back Blazers is back y'all She's back on another first blind date with Richie Rich.
2: I mean, it's she's truly like a person with multiple hats at Costco coming back for mm-hmm. the samples. Girl <laughs> is right.
1: thirsty. The the reason that the, her justification was what? Like the first one was set up by her mom and the second mm-hmm. one was set up by her dad or something yeah. like that. Who are her parents?
2: So real question, is she a film director it, like in the show or was she lying about that? I like couldn't tell. She she is, right? Like she, she, is, she, she is. So she is a musical music video director. I was like, I couldn't tell at this point because, you know, the boy who cried wolf, she keeps saying like, hey, let me have a meeting with you. Let me sit down with you. And I was like, maybe she's lying about this. But then she really made storyboards.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's so subtle.
0: Yeah, because yeah, she said she was a commercial director and she wants to be a music video director, right. which seems like a very easy jump. But the guy who's interviewing her does not seem as convinced.
1: Mm. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Which I think I feel like that's going to come in to play later, because as she's leaving this like botched second blind date with Richie Rich, she sees Oscar come in and they right. know each other. Yeah, they like they, they do know maybe? each other.
1: Oscar and uh Blazers totally had a thing in the past. Mhm. Um what is that thing? I mean, we're going to find out, but it seems like they were they used to be together. Yeah, I think.
2: But then it's I wonder if she mentioned this at some point and we're not remembering it because would she know that Oscar is Richie Rich's cousin. Hmm. Uh, they, like truly, so much happens that I can't. I'm just like I literally <laughs> yeah. might have yeah. missed something that was essential to know. <laughs> Cam, There's I'm a lot gonna of need another details. chart. We're gonna need yeah, another right, chart. Right. You guys can't see it if you're <laughs> listening, right, but right, I have okay. made a chart of the love. Uh, I don't know what we would really call this—a love fork,
1: love mm-hmm. a tent, looks a love like. Tent. Like a big tent,
2: and we got Grunge Princess at the top, and then we have. It looks like a family tree. Uh, we have Grunge Princess yeah. at the top, and then we have under her Hyunbin, Oscar, and Hadi. And then under Hyunbin, we have Blazers. Under Oscar, we have Actress. And then under Hadi, I put No One with a Sad Face. But you could also put the three of us under there as well. Mm-hmm. That's true. Add our, w-
1: our names in. We're part of this as well. In our wildest dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, but so this is
0: affecting Richie because he's hallucinating, literally. Mm -hmm. But it's also affecting Grunge Princess because Hadi yells at her for not focusing. And I did put down, okay, Hadi, watch yourself. It's not cool to yell like that.
1: Mm -hmm, Mm. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, this is kind of twisted, but like, I think, you know, Koreans will see that yelling as kind of like a sign, like one kind of twisted way to like show that you care, you know? When you yell at somebody, it means that you care. As, as kind of, like, not healthy as that can be.
2: I, yeah, I see, I see it. I see it. It would be like, okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I'm yeah. looking out for you, and I want the best for you, and you're not
1: listening to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: and I think it's also
0: hurt that, she, like, she's clearly thinking about someone else. And I feel you, dude. Ab-so- I feel you.
2: freaking lowly.
0: Mm-hmm. So, but then, so then... One of her buddies, Sun Bay, is being like a high school bully and makes her call Richie Rich, who is in a meeting. Mm -hmm. He's in a work meeting. Yeah. He's in a work meeting where he's telling a dude to fire the person who turns out to be Grunge Princess's roommate. Yep. That took a long time to follow through. You'd think that'd just be a simple... Like, why does that have to go to the CEO, you know?
2: Yeah, well, I'm confused on how, I am I was also confused on how much time has passed because she had this like enormous gash in her arm that caused her to be hospitalized. And then in episode two, which seems that it's like maybe the next day, she has a scar and a scar to the point that she can't run for Miss Korea now because she has a scar. Mm. And I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Miss
0: Korea has a very strict rule against scars. No
2: scars, scars. but it—I mean, your your red blood cells and your white blood cells, or whichever blood cells are the ones that gives that re- fixes your body—they're working overtime. If overnight you have a scar,
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> well, I think I think maybe he didn't say that, he, that she has a scar, but he was like, "Oh, this is going to scar," and it looked from the makeup mm-hmm. like way more healed than it would have been in that amount of time. Again, she was hospitalized. <laughs>
0: She would have definitely needed stitches, too, just as long as we're being, like, realistic. She was was dripping blood out
1: of her jacket.
0: Had some kind of infection because she definitely had a fever in the hospital. Right.
1: But you know what? She is grunge princess, though. Mm. There must be some sort of innate ability to kind of, like, heal or something.
2: I mean, maybe her body yeah. does have, like, more antibodies or something in it because as a stunt person, you probably sustain more injuries than the average person. Maybe her body's more capable of repairing itself more quickly than the average.
1: That's true. She exercises a lot, right? Mm-hmm. She's sweating a lot, getting good uh, white blood cell count up, you know?
2: Yeah. And the healthcare system in
0: Korea might just be that good, you yeah. know?
1: Actually, you know what? It is that good, you know? Coronavirus mm-hmm. time— like. South Korea, we're number one in getting everyone. Koreans always
2: trying to claim you know? <laughs> <laughs> number one. Number
1: one. We created the, the drive-through coronavirus testing sites. Mm. Korea number one. Number one.
0: <laughs> you should put that above yelling. Like yelling shouldn't be number one. That yeah. should be number one.
1: That actually should be yeah. number one. I mm-hmm. hope it does top it. Yeah, yeah. But then, okay, I'm questioning. Does she not have a dragon tattoo? Then was no, that just sh- for like a? Was that a
2: that must have, because she lost the tattoo really quickly. Because as su- in the first episode, she has the tattoo that looks like it was drawn on with a marker. <laughs>
1: okay, so that one really was. Like it a looked like it was drawn on with a marker. I
2: found it very funny um, because I also have tattoos on my upper arm.
1: You have the same. I have one? the exact
2: oh. same one. No, I have. I ha- I do have <gasps> tattoos so Korean on my upper arm, and <laughs> and the most Korean I've ever felt is that I met my friend's mom, who's Korean, and she like looked at me and she looked at, I was wearing a tank top and she like looked at my arm that doesn't have tattoos on it. And then she looked at my arm that does have tattoos on it. And she was like, she's like smacked it a few times. And then she was just like, no more. Okay. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) damn, the judgment is real out here. I'm up here in the Korean spot, like trying to cover my arm. And so then when she didn't have the tattoo uh, in the, like in the next scene, when she was like, Laura crofting, I was like, Oh, it must've been fake.
1: Yeah, it was like a production stick on tattoo kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Huh. Yeah, because tattoos just, you know, still carries that Yakuza gangster stigma mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to it. Although I think it's changing a lot, though, because now like, it's so trendy. But, mm.
0: well, Grunge Princess, we wouldn't judge you if you had it. Mm. But we do judge so you get it if not. you want it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We don't judge you, we stand. We stand,
0: But Richie can't focus either at work. So they're both not focusing. So Richie decides to stalk Grunge Princess once oh again. Oh, my God. Um, it's his signature Oh, yeah. Sorry. Move. This is
1: where I jumped the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And he so he shows up at the new stunt people training because apparently, like, actual stunt people came to that audition, which is Apparently wild. they
2: were all real st- <laughs> people.
1: I think they were yeah. real auditions.
0: And so they're just showing their special skills. Like I can be a stunt person, but I can also cut onions.
1: I feel like it was like an inside staff joke. Like, hey, mm. if you want to be part of the scene, we'll get you in. Just just act a fool. You're <laughs> trying we'll to save
2: money on background.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. It seemed like people were genuinely having a good time. It was like almost like B-reel footage or something. Like,
2: yeah. They could have been genuinely having a good time. It probably worked.
0: But she also gives the preferred term for stunt people, which oh, I thought I was loved great. It. She calls them
2: action actors. Action actors, mm. and I wrote, yeah, this mm. is. I wrote down too, like they, they. Ma- she made so many legitimate points about action actors in giving her pep talk to all the guys who are training. Disappointed that there are not any female identifying people, females, uh, yeah. in in that group. But uh, it, it was really, yeah, I was like. I, I like this is this is tight. I hope that there were real like action actors on this set, and I hope that they really felt respected and seen. Oh
1: my god, mm. they better. I thought it was Having so nice because yeah. it is
2: true. Like yeah. they put themselves in really dangerous situations, and for other people's entertainment, and they don't get the glory except for when you know Brad Pitt posts a picture next to his stunt person or whatever. Um, A yeah. lot of legitimate yeah, points. Yeah, it, it was
1: very touching. Very inspiring, actually. I felt chills. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they they deserve more credit. And on the other hand, yeah. then,
2: Richie Rich is at it again with the sweatsuit. Ugh. I guess he. Does he ever
1: wash that thing?
2: I guess like he was wearing <laughs> it in the audition, too. Mm hmm. And people keep. He's, he's just, just waiting, waiting for it someone off. to compliment him. Yeah, it. I mean, he, people keep criticizing <laughs> yeah. him on it every time that. He goes out and I'm not saying that you should let the haters dictate what you do with your life, but Mm -hmm. he seems like somebody that really cares about what other people think. And so I'm shocked that he continues to wear something that seems to get him a lot of negative attention. That's true. Yeah.
0: How do you like that, Richie? Some negging for you.
2: Yeah, Richie.
1: Hmm. Yeah, he's constantly, I guess he is seeking affirmation for his tracksuit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy because like she, so she gives us like really touching speech about action actors. And then the next scene they're playing, they're like
2: literally just playing a game. Uh, foot volleyball is what the subtitles mm-hmm. called it. Oh, Honestly, um, looked fun. It looked wild. It's called joku. Oh, it's a real game. It's like, a,
1: it's an, it's like an ancient Korean game. That's yeah. Like foot tennis or like whatever. It's kind of oh. combining the elements of volleyball and tennis, but with your feet. Yeah. And joku. your head. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, it gets pretty intense. They, you know, all these foot kicking techniques and stuff. Koreans like to kick. I noticed. I don't know. Number one like in
2: kicking. Way.
1: Number one <laughs> in kicking technique. <laughs> yeah. Nay. <laughs> I just kicked really high, but you guys can't see it. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I can vouch. Steve just kicked so high. He
2: kicked so high that he kicked into my Zoom.
0: Box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Man.
0: But so then they get into this fight, like after they play this game. They're fighting uh, and she like literally flips him twice, but then he somehow pins her down and I'm like,
2: all right, yeah, I'll yeah, allow so it. That. I wrote, yeah. um, inappropriate,
1: <laughs> some sort of like Simba Nala action going on.
2: Yeah, or truly. But getting flipped twice was what he deserved because he was like, where did you go to college and what's your family lineage? Like, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, fuck off, man.
0: Yeah, you're not ancestry.com. You're Get not out of here. You're ancestry.com.
2: Yeah. Although I did just learn uh, like about like family registers uh in Korea mm-hmm. and like how that's mm-hmm. significant. So I see where he's coming from from a cultural perspective. But as a modern mm-hmm. woman, <laughs> I do not support it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Not very s- smooth with his uh very clinical approach to dating.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just going to also say I he said to her that she only needed to wash her face and yet she also washed her hair and then he somehow made it about women wash their hair to impress men and I was like what is this logic that is what is this
1: I have no explanation yeah because it's not it's not even.
2: logical mm-hmm. yeah
1: I don't know if that's a thing.
0: She just exercised a ton. You got to wash your hair to get those oils out,
1: you
2: know? Also, like, Yeah, you should. Women are free to wash their hair whenever they want to wash their hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: I, you know, so the writer of this, Kim sook she's known for having like lots of catchy, one-liner, memorable things that I think sometimes are intentionally so over the top that it becomes like a a pop cultural phenomenon or catchphrase that people start to use in in public, kind of like usually as a joke. In that sense, to just be so overly facetious that it's like like considered like tongue in cheek or, or funny. Mm. So I think you know, if you look at Hyunbin or Richie Rich's lines uh, more closely, it's like uh, I think I think there's a number of them that like uh, I think I sometimes here people like as a joke, like mention like, like to be kind of like funny, you know? Um, I have to start writing these down actually. I'm hmm. to tra- keep track of his Richie, rich one liners.
2: Yeah. Um, one of his, <laughs> yeah. one of his that I wrote down from earlier in this episode was, uh, he was talking to Oscar and he was like, uh, uh, do you just wear your head around to look tall? <laughs> <laughs> like calling him yeah. stupid. And I thought that was really, I thought it was really clever, mm. even though I hate him as well. That character. is very funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good with the insults. Korea, mm-hmm. number, number one, one with the insults. insults.
0: Okay, well, that, yeah. that one maybe uh, coronavirus testing first. Let's do that okay, first. Yeah. Yeah, okay, oh, right, 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 coronavirus right, right, testing. Right, right, right. right, 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 right. <laughs> insults, yelling.
2: Mm, okay. Drinking.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. advertise that first one, though.
2: Yeah, and we're advertising the first one strongly. Mhm, take note. So
0: Richie Rich is has pinned down Grunch Princess in a very um inappropriate stance and that's when her roommate comes in and lays down what is personally my favorite insult of the episode where she calls Blazer's a cucumber. Yeah, I,
2: I wrote fun. that down too. Look, he, she said he mm-hmm. looks like a cucumber. <laughs> mhm, which is like what?
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the I'm going to have to rewatch this just to get a better sense.
2: Yeah, I also found it odd that they don't recognize Richie Rich just because he's wearing a different outfit. Like, it seems like, I think they said in the first episode that once a week, Richie Rich, or twice a week, Richie Rich comes into the department store and he rides all the escalators. And then he's like, out here like, Sean, you bow to me. And then, so they see him every week. And she doesn't... Or do they? That's what... That's, do they see him? That's the vibe that... Well, when we they're thought, bent over
1: 90 degrees. Oh, oh I guess that's true. They never see him. I guess that's yes. true. But in the
0: first episode, the roommate also says she thinks that Richie Rich is cute. So like... Oh. And then in this episode, oh, yeah. she's like, he sucks. I hate him.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Good catch. He
2: doesn't that's like women.
0: True. Which like, if you don't, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, we don't you
2: care. You know what?
1: You do you. It, to defend the the story, the, the the sanctity of the story, I'll say that maybe, you know, when you see a friend out of context, out of the usual context of when you see them, it's kind of weird, right? It's like you don't mm-hmm. expect to see them. That is them, true. Seeing your teacher you know, at the
2: grocery store.
1: Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's something like that. Maybe it's like that. You
2: don't expect to see them. She doesn't expect to see her roommate with her On boss.
1: Top. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: With him pinning her down. Yeah. 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 I see that. That's weird. That is yeah. fair. That is fair. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, I guess we could chalk it up to that.
0: Um, but she's really upset because she has just been fired. The roommate has, um, and is talking mad shit. Can I say shit? Mad I shit said fuck on Richie. Several Rich. times.
1: Shit, fuck, <laughs> all of it.
0: Uh, and then, so our grunge princess leaves for a moment to like grab her stuff, and Richie takes the roommate aside and is like, "You cannot share my secret." but you have to like talk me up again and you can have your job back.
2: I hated this whole thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, she really sold out her roommate real fast. Yeah,
2: I was like first mm. of all, you should be you don't know this guy and like just because he's the CEO of your job doesn't mean that you should be keeping secrets from your roommate about him stalking her. And mm. then I it was also very rude for uh them to be saying that he's gay as a sabotage i was like also dating yeah dating the show
1: korean homophobia number, <laughs> number one. 1 no coronavirus coronavirus testing coronavirus testing Yay.
2: coronavirus testing
1: sorry yeah mm-hmm. yeah got excited um,
0: yeah and then he they he takes he drives them home which is like Girl, don't let him see where you live. He no. is, like, for sure a serial killer. Like, do not. He's full stalking you at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a pretty modest apartment, but he's like, oh, she's so poor. I feel so bad for her. But it looks, like, fine. It looks
2: like any apartment. Yeah. But then I realized when he went back to talk to Oscar about it and was like, do you know anybody that, did, Have you, would you have you dated anybody that pays rent and was like... He said uh, and Olska said, oh, yeah, 300 a night, just like a deluxe hotel room. And I was like, oh, 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 yeah. And then thinking about like my own rent. And I was like, I guess people do spend what I spend on rent on one night in a hotel room. And then I felt sad.
1: Well, yeah, it's it's highlighting (laughs) how how much of a different world the the elite one percenters of Korea live in compared to like the rest Mm -hmm. of society. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. the class stuff. It's
1: like it's like like these people, these commoners are like they're like animals you'd see on National Geographic, you know, like flies buzzing around. Like how how do they live, these these vermin or whatever? You know? Yeah. yeah. Kind of just really illustrating how out of touch um it's kind of making a statement, I think, on on how out of touch uh really rich people can be. Sure. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and I guess that justifies why he's so aloof about like, hey, you're stalking. Hey, you're like grabbing her and like sexually harassing her basically. Like you just these rules yeah. d- aren't things that he normally has to abide by, I suppose.
2: Right. And it seems <sighs> like him flashing his money uh, like imp- or his clout like impresses people to the point that they're willing to overlook that he's a huge asshole who's stalking mm-hmm. a young woman.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his go-to defense yeah. is, hey, hey, sue him, sue him. You're going to sue him, right? You know, instead of, like, trying to, like, talk things out or whatever. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was very odd. Yeah. And also, in that scene, I was like, Oscar's hair is so beautiful. Should I get a perm? (laughs) Oh, You would look great with a perm. (laughs) Thank you so much. I support this. My hairstylist has... Tried to convince me to get a perm mm. because my hair is very flat, which she told me. Huh, why not? Do it. Do it. Get a perm. Get the Oscar not perm. Not now. Yeah. Not now while I'm at home. Not yeah. a self. Not a self perm. We got to go to a professional. Yeah, yeah. And I will take a photo mm. of Oscar and be like, "I'd I like want, to look like this yeah. <laughs> fictional Korean pop star." Honestly, everyone yeah. should.
1: I mean, his hair Agreed. looks good on any gender, any anywhere.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: truly.
1: Yeah. Um, but can I can I rewind a little bit and mention? Sure. how weird it was that when uh, Grunge Princess's roommate walked in on uh, CEO and, and uh, Grunge Princess on the floor in the gym, she's carrying a box of her uniform.
2: Like, yeah,
1: she just got fired, but you're, she's boxing it up like a gift, uh, which is, <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was so strange.
2: I checked that up to like, I, I just assumed that that was a, a cultural Thing, like how in uh, American TV, whenever somebody gets fired from an office, they like have one of those paper oh. boxes and they're leaving with their box of like, you know, their You're pens right. and pencils and whatever. And I did find it interesting that I was like, "Oh wow, they have like these very fancy boxes in Korea." It was a
1: very fancy box, yeah.
2: But I just assumed that I was like, "Well, that's what Koreans do." Yeah, yeah. Number one in getting fired.
1: You should never be seen leaving the job that you got fired from in like a plain old brown cardboard box.
0: No, no, no! Don't give them that satisfaction. Yeah. Walk Don't away give them that satisfaction with dignity. Yeah, mm-hmm. steal one of the gift boxes.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, stick it to them. <laughs>
0: Walk out with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A double fu middle finger.
0: So she, she has the beautiful box, but she is, and she thinks she's fired, but she got her job back. Richie Rich promised it to her. Um, and the next day we're back at work for Grunge Princess. She's doing stunts in Richie Rich's mall or department yes. store. Uh, and this diva actress is so proud of herself because she's making, uh, Grunge Princess do a very dangerous stunt without wires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She, like jumping off a ledge or yeah.
2: something. Whose call is that? I guess it is the director's and she does say like the director doesn't like to use wires but it's like
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> there's no union rep here?
1: No. I don't think that I don't know if that exists in Korea. It's uh, yeah. um, But then you know I couldn't help but I, there's so there's layers to this, right? Because it's like you actually have to have a stunt person doing this stunt jumping off yeah. of like three stories onto this, you know, mattress. But then it's like the director was pissed because uh, she wasn't like doing a pose or something like that or looking fierce or whatever. Yeah. You just see this body kind of like fall off the face. <laughs> <like>, every time. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. It was just like they're not even trying to pose. They're just like I'm just going to fall like a like a dead body. Like
0: Yeah. Which ironically is probably a different stunt person, exactly.
1: right? Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um but so she's doing she's like pretty much getting abused by the director cuz the director wants her to do this jump over and over and over again. Um and is being really unreasonable and then we have like a superstar moment where Richie Rich parts the crowd of people watching this film shoot because I guess it's not a closed shoot. People are allowed to watch. People are at the Um, mall. Mm -hmm. Totally safe. And he like, yes. And he uses his clout and he like helps her up from the mattress. And he's like, you could have as long as you want. But you have to be nice to her because I'm a fan of hers. Mm-hmm. Which I
2: found to be very funny because he is not nice to her. I was like, why <laughs> no. are you out here telling other people to be nice to her? Oh, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm the only one. I'm the only one that's allowed to like neg her and yeah. control her. I was mm. like, fuck off.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, F off. A little twisted. I
2: shouldn't swear on here.
1: You can swear. Koreans like to swear. Okay, thank you. Koreans are number one at number swearing. One at swearing. Ah! That's
2: I that's there's so much that I like when I learn about Korean culture. I'm like, oh my god, I really am Korean. But then I'm like, these are things that all people do or most people do: <laughs> swearing, yeah, yeah, being angry, mm-hmm. drinking. I'm like, oh, all, that's how Korean I am. All great uh. things for
1: for entertainment. <laughs> Oh man! But
2: I I loved the CEO reveal. Yeah, I loved it. That that
1: was like it was a weird kind of like oh yes like 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 he he's uh, he's being an asshole in the right moment to the right people you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah they're they're getting a dose of their own medicine it feels a little bit like a of a redemption there
0: yeah it did feel a little romantic like I I did gasp a little (laughs) when I saw I was like he came to save her you know
2: he came. (laughs) The moment of sex in, in the sex in the city where Carrie's with her friends and she doesn't know this doesn't matter this isn't relevant but you know what this
0: episode still didn't have it didn't have a single garden secret or not
1: no.
2: or and it didn't have body switching
1: no body switching Unbelievable. yeah I'm
2: two we're two hours into this 20 hour movie and mm-hmm. only just now have our two main characters become like realized to each other
1: I'm starting mm. to think that the body switching is really just a metaphor for like stunt work and their, their oh. actors.
2: Oh, fuck.
1: Yeah, I don't know anymore. Um,
0: and the garden is a metaphor <laughs>
1: pretending
0: for
2: tending to yourself emotionally.
1: Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes. I'm sure wow. that's exactly There better what they be wrote. some
2: body switching in the next episode. Yeah. I am. Oh, give me some my good God. old
1: plain ass body switching.
2: Yes, Freaky Just, Friday. Freaky Friday. <laughs> yes. I agree.
1: Uh, so yeah. I think that was pretty much it, right? There wasn't that there wasn't nearly as much packed into the second episode as the first one.
2: Yeah, if I may criticize, not enough Hottie, but, you know, mm. not enough Hottie. I agree. I want to go back now and watch what Hottie's face does when he sees uh Hyunbin like defending Raheem.
1: Right. I
2: wanna, I wanna see it. Ooh. I'm like I'm like, what is Hottie doing? You he know? has to be
1: on set somewhere. Is he
2: jealous? Yeah. Oh god, he has to yeah. be. His one of his one of his employees is jumping off a balcony without wire. <laughs> what is he
1: doing when mm-hmm. uh Grunge Prince is getting chewed out time after time? It's like he's just yeah. sitting there?
2: Hmm. Because earlier in the first episode, when they're all being treated badly by the film director, he's like, we're out of here because we're not going to be treated like this unprofessionally, yeah, you know? Right. So where is he now when,
1: you yeah, know? It's the same director, too. More questions, less answers.
2: You know what? No
0: one's perfect. Give him a break.
2: He's sick with sadness because of unrequited love. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. He's, he's
1: in his own tortured uh, torture chamber of love.
2: That's right. Yeah. Well, Maybe episode 3 will have
1: more of him. Like we we can only hope.
0: Oh, uh, I hope so. Me too. Yeah.
1: You're feeling the Korean drama now, like the 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 angst of like feeling I need justice. Welcome uh, to the Korean. We, yes, drama. I'm
2: into yes. it. We need justice, but we need justice for Hadi.
1: Justice for Hadi. Mm-hmm. That's who we care about actually <laughs> more than anyone else in this. <laughs> what is Hadi up to? Yeah.
2: We care about the relationship between the three of us and Hadi. Yeah, yeah. Mhm. <laughs>
1: I hope more will be revealed in episode three. Ooh, me too. Yeah. All right. Um, Yeah. With that, I guess uh, we should wrap it up and then uh, get back to the the drama. drama. Hashtag get back to the drama. Hashtag where's Hottie? Truly. Where is he? (laughs) Cool. All right. (laughs) Well, everyone, um, this is Steve.
2: I'm Kathy. And I'm Kim.
1: Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Check us out next time for episode three. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue, And our executive producers are Will Choi, Bill Yu, and Joanna Lee.
0: Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Pod. And if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser.
2: The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective a collective of Asian-American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck podcasts at podcastpotluck.com.